listening to Book Nuts. Oh, and welcome to episode number 39 of the Book Nuts podcast. And if you're keeping score at home, I've gotten three in a row. First take. That's a big step for me if you've ever done a show with me and you know that. But this is the podcast where we talk about books. You know, we do listen to audiobooks instead of books. Follow along with books too. If you want to know why we prefer audiobooks, go back to episode one. As always, and boy, it's always, it seems like an eternity for me. My partner in crimes with me again. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's a I, joy have to have on pe- I have that effect on people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, it's a great pleasure to call him a friend. Matter of fact, once a week, I just kind of hit him up and just bother him. And sometimes I literally just say, bother, bother, bother. And I hang up, and that's all I do. Is the one, the only, the Nadu comma, Jonathan. How you doing today, Jonathan? Everything is going well. Hola, como esta? Bonjour. Um, guten tag. What else can I say? I don't know. Moshi mushu? I don't know. So, hello. Uh, gr- how about Gruscott? Gruscott. Yeah, that's uh, another German, like, hello, um, but that's, like, in southern, because, you know, different dialects. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Down south in, like, the Birch's Garden area and south of the Black Forest down there. Uh, Grusgott is one of their uh, terms for, like, hello. Holtz is uh, German, is that right? Yep, H-O-L-Z, just like my pronunciation. It means wood, timber, lumber. Uh, there you go. One of the biggest, matter of fact, now station in Germany, one of the biggest insults to call people. You know how we people call people the uh, sh dot dot head? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. They don't say that. They call other people a woodhead for the same thing. So they call each other, you know, the Holtzkopf. Ah, you know, okay. so my part of a big uh, insult to everybody over there. I felt kind of honored. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, well, I'm happy. Uh, yesterday, I finished my blackberry patch. Transplanted a lot of blackberries. I got a new big blackberry patch done. I got to run the support wires yet, but that's not a big deal. So I'm actually happy. All the digging, bending, moving, transplanting. Whew, I'm getting too old for that. But I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna want a batch of your blackberry beer. I saw you make one time. Yeah, I forgot about that. It was yeah, that was actually pretty good. It was uh, a blackberry wit. So like a wheat beer with some blackberry yeah. flavor. Yeah, going that's a, I like the uh, like I was saying the other day. I like I like the Sam Adams cherry wheat. So I think I'd be a fan of the the blackberry wit. Oh yeah, um, this is going to be a lighter year for blackberry because blackberries produce fruit on the previous year's growth. And oh, okay. I transplanted some, so they're not that long. And most of them, honestly, I might pull off, so I want their roots to get established. Uh, oh, okay. So I'm not going to have that much. I got some wild ones that from previous years I'll get some, but not a lot. But I might pick some just to. Uh, I, I'm I'm a, starting to be a mead fan. Ah, yeah. I we had a uh, at the Oktoberfest in my town. They had uh, the the place down the street from me had a kind of a, a, a tasting uh, tent, and they had mead, and I wanted to try it just because it sounds interesting. I you know I I know it's kind of a wine, but it's it's made out of honey, right? Yep. Uh, think of a honey wine, but it's made like a beer. Yeah, so, so I, I I definitely want to try it. Yeah, it is. It, it's I like it. It's if you get a good one, boy, it's smooth. And regular meat is literally just water, honey, and yeast. That's it. Huh, okay. And but uh, a lot of people will add uh, different flavorings and blackberry, blueberries, strawberries are very very common. Uh, so 
And obviously it was common because uh, that's what grew wild, different places. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. And that's what they would throw in way back when. So, yeah. So that's it. If you've uh, keeping track at home, this is book 13 or episode 39. This is, we are going to talk about the Wheel in Time series. Of okay. time. Wheel of Time series. Sorry. And basically, last episode, I explained why Jonathan should read 14 by Peter Klein. And this one, he's going to describe kind of as a whole books 2 through 10, 11, wherever he's at. And kind of give me a synopsis of what's going on to try to intrigue me to go listen to those. It is going to be a spoiler, non-spoiler section, just like always. And we will let you know in the spoilers. Uh, but I have not listened to this yet, and just like he didn't listen to 14 last week. So we're just trying this. If you like the idea, let us know. If you think it's the, one of the horriblest thing of all time, let us know. And before we continue on, I want to remind everybody, please go to podnuts.com slash Amazon. Uh, if you're going to get something on Amazon, go there first. That way, uh, Logan can kick back to the Podnuts Network to help everything roll along here. And Mr. Dor does appreciate that. He won't say it, but I know he does. Now, before we continue, we have something very, very, very serious to talk about. People have not been bothering Dor like they should have lately. <laughs> they, they, they just haven't. So... I want to make it a point for everybody listening to this in the next four days. You don't want to do it all at once. I mean, Dort does have a life too. In the next four days of you listening to this, bother him in one way, shape, or form. Instant messenger, uh, email, if you see him in person. Just bother him some way. It can just be as simple as saying, I'm bothering you. You're done. That's all you got to do. I think it would be great if everyone started sending him pictures of his favorite quarterback in the NFL, Tom Brady. Oh, yeah. He, he, he's how much he's he a huge Yeah, he's a huge Patriots fan, so he would love it if you guys, you know, tweeted pics of Tom Brady or Facebooked or emailed. I mean, he he just loves Tom Brady. He can't get enough of him. Exactly. Also, he really likes it when you send in some memes of uh Seattle Seahawks in a bad situation. Uh, he, yeah, he, he loves those too. He, li he likes those too. So, uh, yeah, that's a great idea there. So, yeah. Okay, let's get into this. This is The Wheel of Time. And that is by, do you remember? Robert Jordan. And one, Robert one quick, Jordan. One quick thing. The last episode, I talked about my Indiegogo campaign. I forgot to say, if you want to check it out, just go to Indiegogo and search Vision, and that'll pull it up. Vision. As in scene. Yes. Okay, okay people? Of, of which I cannot. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think vision is in the mind. That's true. Think, That's I true. Think, I think sight is, you don't have sight, but you got vision. Well, yeah, it's actually funny you're saying that because the kind of the tagline of my campaign is uh, how, how a blind guy gained his vision by losing his sight. There you go. See? Okay. So there you go. See, I'm kind of smarter than the average bit. No, I'm not going there. I'm probably not. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's rake it into this. The Wheel of Time. This is the non-spoiler section. So, Mr. Jonathan, give me the after book one. If you want to just briefly touch on book one, you can. Look down, look at books one through, let's say, ten. Yeah, so, you know, the, fir the first uh, book we read, we, the, there's kind of, 
let's just say right now, for the lack of a better way, you know, to, to try to keep this as short as possible, it's kind of six main characters, let's say. There's three boys and three girls. The, the first boy, his name is Randall Thor, and he is what's called the Dragon Reborn, where basically uh, the, this kid is finding out that He's not who he thought he was. He, his dad and mom weren't who they th he thought they were. And he's finding out, basically, he's going to have something to do with, like, either making the world end or saving it. <laughs> so there's a little bit of pressure on him. And uh, and throughout the, uh, the ten books, he's kind of coming to grips with it. Um, and then there's another guy whose name is uh, Perrin Ebara. Uh, and he, the three guys all grew up in the same town, like we, we read in the first book. He starts to become sort of a militant leader, let's say. Um, I'll get into more details later. but So he, he has uh, his own kind of destiny. And then the third guy, Matt um, Coughlin, he's kind of this... Uh, Always looking to have a good time. Like he he does, he gambles a lot. Likes to you know hang out with the various women and just likes to have a good time. And you start to find out throughout these books that he has a lot of luck on his side. And uh, we'll get into more in that also in the, in the in the spoiler section. But these three guys all grew up in the same town, and they all gonna have something to do with one another at this sort of final event, let's say. And then the three okay, girls. Got a quick question for you. Sure, sure. Matt Coughlin, any relation to Tom? No. Okay, and uh, Thor, any relation to uh, the mythical god Thor? Absolutely. Okay, cool. Okay, that's done. I'm sorry. I don't know where that <laughs> came from, but uh, I apologize. Continue. And uh, the, then the, there's three girls. There's one girl whose name is Nynaeve, another girl whose name is Elaine, and then another girl whose name is... Uh, ah, they have kind of weird names, and it slipped my mind right now, but I'll, I'll, Gar I'll get Gargamel? back to Gargamel? Yeah, exactly. And so the, the, these three girls are, are what uh, we learned about the Aes Sedai's in the first book. Well, it turns out these three girls are all Aes Sedai's. They all have the Aes Sedai talent. And again, all these three girls are going to have something to do with this sort of, you know, final uh, end uh, of everything that's supposed to come to an end in, in the last book. That You know, there's one other sort of, I guess maybe I'd say there's one other main girl. Her name is Min. Uh, she grew up again in the same town with the boys and uh, the two girls. So Min, uh, Nynaeve, and Arianda, I want to say is her name, but I'm, I'm wrong. Egwene. Sorry, that's it. Egwene is her name. Egwene, Nynaeve, and, and Min. Those three also grew up in the same town. So there's kind of four girls and three boys. And, you know, I, I don't really know what kind of non-spores I can give away, but really the, the books go into so much detail but that you really you really learn who all of these these seven people are and you get in, uh, into a lot of detail well if each book is 20 hours uh you probably do on oh, each book is probably like 40 hours like they're, they're crazy long like every book has like 40 to 50 chapters it's crazy Woo. yeah so it, it's definitely taken me quite a while to even get to book 11, and I still have two or three more to go, but I'm, I'm just so sucked in right now, I, I can't stop. I, I mean, literally, some books are taking me four or five days a week to get through, even at the speed I read. So, in other words, I'd be book two by now, maybe, if I'm lucky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, that's kind of the one caveat to all this. Like, you got to be, you, you definitely have, if you don't like it by the second book, uh, you, you, may not just, you may not like the series. Because, you know, there's so much to invest into it to really get through it. Like, if, if you're kind of like, eh, I don't know, by book two or three, you probably just want to stop. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, one good thing about long books is 
it it uh, they are so much more detailed you're really 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 sucked in to these books uh and you get a lot of the details so uh there is something to be said long books all uh fire and ice you know yeah yeah uh, exactly. well you know the, the thing though is like lord of the rings is also long but i i don't i i'm not a fan of lord of the rings so far i, I read one book i was like wow that is not what I, I thought it would be this book is just as long but it, it, to me i like this style better i would have to say Okay, I'm trying to think what the longest one me and you have both read besides Wheel of Time series. Um, there was one that was long, and I can't remember what the book was. While you're continuing on, I'm going to go back to our list of books okay. and see if I can find out. Yeah, so so really, you know, throughout the you know ten eleven books, you're really uh, learning a lot about all these characters. There's so much going on. There's all these, you know, in the in the beginnings of the first few books, you know, Randall Thor, who's the Dragon Reborn. He uh, he starts reading all these books and prophecies of the Dragon Reborn. So he's like, "Well, if I'm this guy, <laughs> I'm gonna try to figure out, you know, what am what am I supposed to do?" And so he reads all these prophecies and he starts to like understand, you know, maybe what is his uh, you know mission is in this life. And one other tidbit is, I'm not sure how because he's called the Dragon Reborn and. Randall Thor starts, there's this guy who, whose name comes up a lot in the book, Luz Theron, and he he sort of was like the previous dragon, I guess, and he's kind of, let's say, living inside Randall Thor, and he hears Luz Theron's talking to him quite a bit, and so a lot of the prophecies talk about the dragon reborn eventually going insane, and this may have something to do with it. Okay, I remember what long book mean you listened to before. I knew we had a long one, The Born Identity. Yes, that was super long too. But that that also was uh, it, it was it was a good long also. Correct. Yeah, um, you know, and like I said, that there's the girls who are all all, all dies. They all they all start to go down their own track. Uh, Nynaeve is this? She's not a loose cannon. She doesn't become like a a traditionally trained Sedai. A whole lot happens between. The White Tower, which is where all the Aes Sedai get trained, and there's a split, and basically, you know, it's half the Aes Sedai are against the other half, kind of. And Nynaeve kind of becomes, uh, again, she's not a loose cannon, she's just not traditionally trained Aes Sedai, but she is probably the strongest Aes Sedai anyone's seen in a thousand years. Uh, Elaine is also an Aes Sedai, but she ends up becoming, her mother was a queen of Endor, and basically Elaine becomes of Endor, we'll get more details on that later in spoilers, but, um, and Egwene, uh, is also an Aes Sedai, who becomes the youngest, like, leader of the Aes Sedai, and she becomes the leader of one of the broken halves of the White Tower, and Min uh, is not an Aes Sedai, but she basically kind of sees glimpses of the future, and whatever she sees does come to pass. And sometimes she's like, well, this may happen. This may happen. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I know this is going to be the end result. And so she can see the future. So her and Randall Thor uh, actually uh, have a relationship. And he's she's becomes really close with him. And she starts kind of telling like, you know, when when he meets with people, oh, I saw this over this person and that over this person. So she really gives him a lot of insight on people uh, when they're together. Okay, so yeah, it's it's you have a disadvantage for this where you have so flipping much information. Oh, I, I do. Mean, you I got two hundred hours to try to condense down in a minute, <laughs> yeah, which is yeah. pretty hard. 
Yeah, like like I said, this is like the non-spoiler stuff. But like, just to give you, you know, it, it, like obviously a lot of stuff gets flushed out in ten or eleven books. But like I said, the first book really really grabbed me, and, and you know, obviously the characters were not anywhere near as you know mature as they are now. But I, it just kind of really grabbed me and wanted to, you know, and also I'll say this also: some of the books are very slow like there's there's so much stuff going on backstabbing you know people playing other people uh you know like th there's a lot of stuff going on under the covers of this whole book so there's a couple of books where there wasn't like too much i don't want to say there's too much action but there's just so much going on and you see kind of in the, in the wheel of time they always use the the the, the phrase the wheel weaves and so basically just all the, the weaves are being woven throughout all these books you just see all these little details coming into play um the book there's a couple of like two books maybe out of the 10 that were like a little slow but man at the end there was like these epic epic battles it, it, crazy stuff happened so it was kind of worth it in the end but as i'm reading through i'm just like oh my gosh this is this is so you know long and tedious but again it, it, it's it all works out in the end perfect cool okay we are going to get into the spoiler section Again, everybody go to uh, podnuts.com slash Amazon. And the next book we're going to try to do, it's not 100%, but we're pretty sure the next book review is by Mark Goodwin. It's another series. This is called American Exit Strategy. And this is part of a series called uh, The Economic Collapse Chronicles. It's about uh, America economic collapse and what happens after that. It's kind of another little quote-unquote survival one. Uh, pretty enjoyable, but uh, yeah, that will be the next book. Maybe we're not 100%, but we're pretty sure that's what it's going to be. So let's get into the spoiler section. Spoiler, 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 spoiler. And here we are in the spoilers. So, um, whew, man, I, I don't even know where to start. So, you know, so we'll, I guess we'll start with Randall Thor where... You know, obviously by book 10, 11, he's taken the whole Dragon Reborn thing gung-ho. Like, you know, even by book four or five, he's finally accepted, like, okay, I'm the Dragon Reborn. This is what I'm supposed to do. Let's do it. And so he just kind of, he, and he's like the most powerful guy because the Aes Sedai embrace uh, the oneness or they, they embrace, uh, they, they call it Sidar, but men that can embrace this oneness call it sidine uh there's sort of like a, a yin and yang to to this uh to this power apparently men uh, they call it channeling also so men that can channel sidine is like tainted they always talk about it like the the filth and the filthiness of it as they as they you know grasp it into their body um one of the latest books i just read um the uh, randall thor found a way to remove the taint from Sidene. And it was like this huge, crazy thing that happened. And Nynaeve, uh, it took a, a man and a woman to channel at the same time. And like I was saying, Nynaeve was the strongest woman in a thousand years, and she was the only other person that could have done this with Randall Thor. And they, they removed the taint out of Sidene. And so now Randall Thor has got like this you know, un untainted channeling, which he's never experienced the whole, the entire time up until that point, he's always felt like gross and disgusting when he would channel. Cause he just said there was this filth in it, but it was so powerful. Uh, cause it was tainted. Um, uh, Randall Thor also, uh, Min, like I was saying, she, 
she could always predict things, and she she knew that there was going to be these three girls that liked Randall Thor and had, could do nothing about it, and and uh, he'd end up marrying them. She was one of them. So he marries Ming, he marries Elaine, and he marries this other girl who's part of this tribe called the Aeels. Now, throughout the books, Randall Thor is running into all these different like people groups, and each people group has their own kind of like prophecies. You know, like the Mayans kind of like had their prophecies, and Christians have theirs, and Muslims have theirs. You know, so these people groups had their own uh, prophecies of a certain you know person that was going to come and save them. Well, the Aeels. We're looking for the Karakan, which Randall Thor is that person. So he's the Dragon Reborn. He's the Karakan for these Aeels. And then there's also the Sea Folk who are looking for this, you know, person. And he becomes that person for them. So this is how he starts to build up this, like, giant army of people. Because he's kind of like their, you know, savior, so to speak, for their, their victory at, at the end of the world. And so he starts gathering all these people, conquering all these lands and villages because the Aeels become part of them, the sea folk become part of them. And so he just starts getting all these followers. And, and you, you can see how he's going to be gathering all these people to the end. All right. That actually sounds pretty good. Um, I think what this Wheel of Time, I think it's going to be one of my road trip books. Uh, when oh, I totally, go back to travel totally. by myself because... It's about a 20-hour drive up and a 20-hour drive back. And if I go by myself sometimes, I think this would be a perfect book for that scenario. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then, you know, Matt, Matt Coughlin, like I was saying, he, he's this gambler. And, like, he doesn't, he doesn't do channeling, but, like, luck is always on his side. There's that one point in one of the books where he goes into all these kind of, like, bars or taverns. And he starts gambling. And, like, he'll roll whatever dice he has to roll to win, like, 30 times in a row. And people are like, this is unbelievable, this is unheard of. Like, they thought he was, like, ripping people off, so he'd, like, use their dice, and he'd continue to, like, just roll these perfect dice and keep winning. And so he, at one point, he was just gathering up all this money for himself because he was just, he just had this luck. And throughout the book, he talks about hearing dice rolling in his head, and when he hears that, that means, like, there's some situation going on where depending on how he deals with that situation or how the the dice are going to roll out. And so a lot of things happen, you know, he would think it's by chance or by luck, but it's just kind of the wheel weaves, you know, what it does. And so, you know, Matt Coughlin walks in kind of, uh, kind of that. And then uh, Perrin, uh, Perrin Erbara, the, the other guy that grew up with them, he be he becomes basically like this military leader. All these people end up calling him Lord because there's this huge battle that he just kind of took control of. And he, they defeated, they were like outnumbered almost like 10 to one kind of thing. And he ended up defeating, you know, the enemy and everyone was just like, Lord Parade, you know, and they, they all just kind of call, started calling him Lord. And he's like, I'm not a Lord. I'm a blacksmith. Like he, he's been trying to fight it all the way up until like book 10 or 11. And he's finally kind of like, whatever, fine. just, stop calling me Lord. And, you know, so he deals with it that way. But again, you know, these three guys all have something to do at kind of like the very end or leading up to the very end. Like, even though they're, they're not really together much throughout most of the books, they're all still sort of working together, whether they know it or not. Okay. Do you know, it would be uh, pretty bad for you if you get to the last book and all three are there and the sniper takes on all three guys. Book over. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't even say that. That would be like, dang. <laughs> 
and then, and, you know, and then on top of it, there's these, uh, I'm not going to remember what they're called now, because I mean, there's so much information. I'm not even giving you anyone like a percent of what I've read, but there's, you know, of course, there's kind of like the dark side of all this. And there's these sort of a group of elite dark people that are working for the dark one, the, the you know, the most evil dark one. And you know, they're trying to stop the Dragon Reborn because they know, you know, he's supposed to basically, like, defeat them. So, they're, it's kind of funny because they're trying to work together, but at the same time, they're, like, backstabbing one another because that's just their nature. So, you know, so there's all that going on, too. Perfect. That sounds good. Like I said, I think this is a road trick book for me. Oh, yeah, no, I mean, like I said, it's uh, it's not for the faint of heart to go through this series, for sure. Like, I mean, if you're, you know, listening to it at regular speed, literally you're looking at like three to 450 hours or something like that. It's crazy. Okay. Yeah. If you guys are hearing some noises in the background, I've got my two dogs are just like going nuts playing with each other. I apologize <laughs> about that. But yeah, no, I, I, I am a big, 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 huge fan of this. My cousin has been telling me for years to read this book and I just never got around to it. And he's just like, it's a great book. It's a great, you know, great series. And I, I would definitely, get, I mean, I haven't read the end and I can't imagine it's going to let me down, but I would definitely give this series a nine. Like it's totally worth reading. You don't have to, you know, mow through it like I do. I mean, even if it took you years to get through it, it it'll be worth it. That sounds good. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, again, everybody, thank you for listening to this. Uh, we do appreciate it. Uh, don't forget next time, uh, the book, we think it's going to be American exit strategy. We don't know, but, uh, we do appreciate that. We appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule and downloading this and, uh, taking your time for that. So everybody have a good day. Good week. See ya. Hey friends, this is Eric Hardini, the manager. I can tell that you like podcasts and learning about technology. One of the fastest growing areas of tech is currently small, low energy consumption computing. Come join us on the Mini PC Show, where we discuss all the new small form factor devices. The Mini PC Show, big talk, little machines.